I want to teach how to write a book to promote your business. Now, I had never done that at this particular time, but I knew it was right. I knew that if you owned a business, if you wanted to get respect and credibility, if you wanted the media to say that you were an expert in your business, you had to write a book. Welcome to the Franchise Hot Seat Podcast, where we talk about all things franchising. Now, here's your host. Dr. John P. Hayes. Hi, I'm John Hayes, and this is the Franchise Hot Seat Podcast. I want to tell you a story that explains the process of how I got involved in franchising. You had said to me when I was in high school or even in college, hey, you're going to be in franchising. You're going to own franchises. You're going to be a franchisor, franchisee. You're going to write about franchising, teach about franchising. You're going to help countless people get into franchising as franchisees. I would have laughed. First of all, I would have said, I don't, I don't even, I don't know how to spell it, let alone what it is. But all that came to be in the late 1970s. I was a college professor at Temple University. I was an assistant professor. This was before my PhD, but I was earning my PhD at Temple. But I was making no money, teaching full-time, I think five classes a semester, five courses a semester. And I was making $12,500. If I taught in the summer, then I think maybe I made $15,000. And uh, even though life was less expensive way back then, it wasn't that much less expensive. You still needed money. And I had two children that I wanted to put through school and uh, never had a vacation in those early years because simply couldn't afford it. Fortunately, I was a writer and I could freelance. And uh, that helped me get through some tough times. One day, the university uh, professional education division called me and said, got anything you want to teach on a Saturday morning in our professional education program? I said, yeah, I do. And they said, all right, we'll offer it. Three hours on a Saturday and you get $65. Wow, bonanza. I said, yeah, I want to teach how to write a book to promote your business. Now, I had never done that at this particular time, but I knew it was right. I knew that if you owned a business, if you wanted to get respect and credibility, if you wanted the media to say that you were an expert in your business, you had to write a book. Your brochure was great, but that wasn't useful enough. Before we continue, let me tell you about the Selling Franchises Boot Camp coming up at Palm Beach Atlantic University, the home of the Titus Center for Franchising in West Palm Beach. This two-day boot camp is jam-packed with information and people who will help you sell more franchises in 2023 and beyond. Everything from lead generation to technology that people are using today to sell more franchises to events that you can incorporate to how to sell to the generations of people who are buying franchises. Baby boomers don't buy the same way as Gen Z buys, and you need to know that information. Plenty of networking opportunities, three major keynotes, lots of information that will be valuable to you in this two-day boot camp at Palm Beach Atlantic University. You can get all the details at TitusCenter.com. Click on Selling Franchises Bootcamp. It's set for January 19 and 20, 2023. So the university said, great, we'll set it up. And they called about a week before the Saturday that I was to teach. And they said, well, we got good news and we got bad news. And I said, all right, um, give me the bad news first. And they said, well, no one signed up for your course, How to Write a Book to Promote Your Business. 
I said, well, if nobody signed up for my course, I'm not going to get $65, right? They said, that's right. How could there be any good news? They said, well, the good news is three people wanted to sign up and they gave us their name and their phone number and they'd like you to call them. Uh, That didn't sound like good news to me. That sounded like a sales job that I was going to have to do. And I, I wasn't interested, but I did call all three. One of them was an attorney who wanted me to help him write a book in Philadelphia. He had already written most of it. I became his editor and his uh, book consultant. And that was great. Then another guy said he was uh, expert in productivity and manufacturing. (laughs) He was a Wharton graduate and a great guy. And um, he had to convince me to have lunch with him. He told me his story and said, yeah, I, I could probably write that book for you. And I wrote How to Win Productivity in Manufacturing. He was going to self-publish, but at the time, Amacom, the American Management Association in New York, had started a publishing division and they bought that book. And uh, he paid me $10,000. Amacom paid him $15,000. He then used that $15,000 to pay me to help promote his book. So it was a win-win all the way around. The third guy who wanted to be in my class but couldn't, his name was John Kinch, and he was down in Wilmington, Delaware. Said he was a franchisor. And I laughed, and I still laugh now because I, I didn't know what that meant, franchisor. I grabbed my dictionary. There was no internet at this time. Grabbed the dictionary. I'm looking up franchisor. It's not in the dictionary. Or I, I couldn't spell it, so I, you know, I couldn't find it. So finally, by asking some questions, not to appear totally dumb, uh, I figured out that, okay, McDonald's is a franchise. He said it, it, he's like that, but he's not in food. He's in cooperative direct mail advertising. <laughs> that was a mouthful. I had no clue what that meant. Well, it's couponing. You get an envelope at home. It's got a bunch of coupons inside. And this gentleman, John Kinch, owned the print shop that produced the coupons, sliced and diced them, put them in envelopes, put a mailing label on the envelope, put postage on the envelope and mailed those envelopes on behalf of franchisees. I think 30,000 envelopes uh, with 20 coupons inside went to um, 30,000 envelopes went out in the franchisees market. And if you could do that 10 or 12 times a year, you could make yourself more than $100,000 a year. I, th- I thought that was fascinating. You didn't have to do any printing. You didn't have to create the coupons. You didn't have to put mailing labels on you know, 30,000 envelopes, all that was done for you. And of course you paid a fee and you paid a fee up front, a franchise fee up front in order, and it was all of $10,000 for Mr. Kinch to teach you how to learn his system and how to adapt to his system and how to go out and succeed in the marketplace. Well, he wanted me to write about cooperative direct mail advertising. And I said to him, I think I, I, I could write an article about that. I don't think I could write a book about cooperative direct mail advertising. And so uh, I thought, well, you know, that's, that's not going to work out. Then after I, I thought about it for a couple of days, I realized this is not a book about cooperative direct mail advertising. This is a book about franchising. No one had written a book about franchising, how to buy one, how to start one. Nobody had done that. So I called Mr. Kinch back. I said, I think I made a mistake. I really wanted the $10,000 that I would get for writing these books. I needed it. I said, I think I made a mistake. The book isn't about cooperative direct mail advertising. Would you be okay if I wrote about franchising? After all, that's what he wanted to sell. He had already sold something like 25 or 50 franchises at $10,000 each. And he wanted to sell 500 franchises and thought he could do that if instead of a brochure, 
he would give people a book. There was no website to go to at that time. So he wanted to give you a book about his business. And he loved that idea. And he said, what do we do next? I said, well, you send me a check for half the money, $5,000, and I'll get busy. And I did. I interviewed about 100 people in over a six-month period of time. Contacted the International Franchise Association. They introduced me to attorneys, to franchisors, franchisees. One person, one interview would lead to three other interviews. And that's how it works on a book. And by six months, time passed, and I had the book. And Kinch, being a printer, was going to print the book. But I said to him, this is a pretty good book, if I must say so myself. Pretty good book. I, I think you could sell this to a New York publisher, and that's exactly what happened. And then the New York publisher wanted the book to be promoted. And I was better at promoting the book than Kinch was, and he was busy selling franchises and happy to have me doing phoners on radio. So on any given day, I would sit in my office, and during drive time in the morning, I'd have three or four, three to five-minute interviews to do on radio. Maybe it's in Chicago, Seattle, Los Angeles, Akron, Ohio, wherever it was, wherever a radio station wanted to talk about franchising the inside story. And the funny thing was exactly what I said would happen, happened. They all introduced me and I did not write this and give it to them. And I'm sure the publisher didn't do this either. People would say, don't go away up next. We're interviewing the world authority on franchising. John Hayes. And I would laugh to myself thinking, not so long ago, six months, a year, two years ago, I didn't even know how to spell the word franchising. But here I am, the media says, fake news, I'm the world authority on franchising. Well, that led to franchisors calling me and saying, we heard you on radio last week, and we're wondering, could you write a newsletter about what we do and, and we want to send it out to our franchisees every week or every month? I said, Sure, I could do that. Could you write an operations manual? Sure, I could do that. Could you write some articles, some PR articles for us that we could, of course I could do that. If it was writing related, I could do it. And if it was about franchising, even though you know, this is not where I was ever intending to end up, not in business, I wanted to be a newspaper writer or a magazine writer and a book writer. And I was doing all that and teaching writing. I was the head of the magazine writing program at Temple University. I loved it. Just couldn't make any money doing it. Had no thought ever about being in business or getting involved in franchising. And yet this is exactly what happened. After a short period of time, I had a number of franchise clients that were keeping me busy, speaking to their franchisees, helping rebuild their training program, doing some of the training on uh, their behalf. The International Franchise Association contacted me to, first of all, excerpt the book and then to put me on their training faculty. They had a regional program where we would travel four or five times a year into a different marketplace and teach about franchising. And that was sponsored by the world's largest trade association and franchising, the IFA in Washington, D.C. And then they called one day and said, we've got a trade mission that's going to um, London and Paris, and we need you to go along uh, to promote these 10 companies, these 10 franchise companies that will be on the trade mission trying to sell their master license in London and in Paris. And we need you to go along, John Hayes, because we want you to talk to the local media about franchising and promote each of these franchisors that are on this trip. And of course, I did that. And then that led to another one and another one and another one until I was on four or five trade missions a year. Well, I couldn't teach anymore. And in the mid-80s, I left my position at Temple, even though I didn't want to. I love 
the university. I love teaching. I was teaching writing, not franchising at that time. I was actually teaching franchising by this time in Temple's professional education program. So I had to give up my university title and uh, built my own business in franchising. And then along the way, I said, you know, I really don't have credibility in franchising. Yeah, I can write about it. I can speak about it, but I've never done it. So a partner and I, we bought an ATM franchise and that worked out pretty well. I didn't operate it myself, but I was close enough to the operation that I gained at least some credibility as being a franchisee. Later, the best investment that I made as a franchisee, again with a partner, was in Homevestors of America, We Buy Ugly Houses. They had become my client in 2000, and uh, I knew this was a really good franchise. And when I had the opportunity to buy one, I did. I was appointed to the Homevestors of America board. And then unfortunately, the founder of that company, a great guy, Ken D'Angelo, who created this whole, as Kinch created the cooperative direct mail couponing system, this gentleman, Ken D'Angelo, created the house buying, We Buy Ugly Houses system and was teaching it to, to people from all over the country who wanted to become franchisees as real estate investors. Great opportunity, invested in that, became a member of the board, and then Ken, unfortunately, got a deadly cancer and uh, in the process of dying, asked me to succeed him as the president and CEO of Homevestors of America, which I did for several years. So I have been, and probably one of the few people you'll ever meet, I've been a franchisee, I have been a franchisor, I've been a supplier to the franchise community internationally for a long period of time. Spent seven years living in Kuwait and then got a call from a franchisor client in the United States who said that he had just given some money to a small university in West Palm Beach, Florida, Palm Beach Atlantic University, to start a center to teach college students about franchising. Because franchisors can't find that talent. Franchisees can't find the talent. How do you hire a marketing graduate who knows about franchising. Well, until the Titus Center for Franchising at Palm Beach Atlantic University, that was very, very difficult to do. But in short period of time, I've graduated more than 30 students with a concentration in franchising. Four of them own five different brands already. They're franchisees. And then a handful of them, a dozen or so, are working for franchisors and franchisees. Others are going to buy franchises as well. These are kids. They're 21, 22 years old. They're young. They need to put their money together. They need to think about what they want to do in their future. And like me, had somebody said to them in high school or college, you're going to be in franchising someday, they would have laughed. Don't even know what that means, as most people don't know what franchising is all about. Well, now I've got 60 students at the undergraduate level and many others who come to me to ask me to mentor them or coach them or help them decide whether or not they should buy a franchise. And all of this got started by the grace of God, really. I mean, I, I didn't make any of this happen. By the grace of God, a university says to me, got anything you want to teach on a Saturday for $65? Which, by the way, I never got. Never got the $65, and I never taught that class how to write a book to uh, promote your business. I did teach it. In 2017, when I moved out of Kuwait, came back to the United States and landed here in West Palm Beach to start the Titus Center for Franchising, the local library asked if there was anything I wanted to teach, a freebie course 
for the public. And I said, yeah, I want to teach how to write a book to promote your business. Best decision, best class I had never taught and the best decision I had made because it created this opportunity for me, again, by the grace of God, to end up in the world of franchising, to become an authority in franchising and to share what I've learned from being a franchisee, from being a supplier, from being a franchisor, from knowing thousands of franchisees throughout the world and hundreds of franchisors with different concepts. I know franchising is the best methodology that we have available to us for building a business and building your personal wealth. And that's what the franchise hot seat is all about. I will sometimes talk to you on my own about topics that I think are interesting or important. And at other times, I'm going to have a guest. Usually, I'm going to have a guest, somebody who will tell you about franchising or some aspect of it, maybe their franchise business and why you should or why you should not become their franchisee. Some cases, we'll put these folks on the hot seat and grill them a little bit to find out what their business is really all about and whether or not you should be part of their business. I think this is going to be a fun ride. I'm glad you're along and I appreciate it. I'm John Hayes, Titus Center for Franchising, Palm Beach Atlantic University, and this is the Franchise Hot Seat Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Franchise Hot Seat Podcast with Dr. John P. Hayes. Tune in next time for more conversation around all things franchising.